Thank you so much for downloading the episode on the show today. Paula and I have found a Netflix series that we are obsessed with. That and Crazy Brides. And then we're into Paula's world. It's back to school night. Someone's already sick. And the NFL is back. And I talk about my favorite fantasy football league. That and your ugly and awkward moments. Sponsored by LipandClip.com. Thank you so much. Enjoy the show. It's another uncensored look at the world around you from sisters who will say just about anything to anyone at any time. It's the Uggs. Jamie. This is the dawning of the age of Aquarius. Paula. Just tell me what to do and I'll try. Uncensored as always, it's time for the Ugly Truth. Welcome to The Ugly Truth. It is episode 304. Ugh! Ugh! Do you think we'll ever stop doing that? I don't think we will. No, because we're Sister 2 Podcast. That's right. So we skipped Labor Day weekend. I, okay, so in all honesty, we're obviously recording this before Wednesday, when, or when it drops. We record ahead of time because we're not DJs, so we don't record every day. Can you imagine? No. Can you imagine if we had, like, our job was to be on the radio every day for four hours? By Friday, we'd be like, I, I don't even... I don't even care anymore what we're like, doing. Don't even look at me. It's like, I just, <laughs> if I have to hear one more time about your fucking dog, I don't, you know, it'd be like, it would be a nightmare. Your like, old lady you neighbor, we all know who she is. Okay? Yes, Fran, we get it. All right. Yeah. It would not be pleasant. It would not be pleasant. But anyway, not that I would be sick of you, but it would be like, I have nothing more to say to you. I'm well, drained of my life. One of the reasons why, and you're you're kind of this way, the one of the reasons why I only keep in touch with our mom like once a month is because it's these power these power visits where we get like seven hours of catching up in and when she leaves I feel like a noodle. Like there's nothing left to give. I usually have a migraine. Shockingly, I'll be like, I think I need a cocktail. <laughs> like I really need something to just decompress from that. It's like a long series, you know, like a mini series. It starts off great. There's drama and pain and crying and then laughter and then and all's well that ends well. Wow. That's pretty much like a mom visit for me. (laughs) We go through all of it. Anyway, I think she knows there's something up because I haven't reached out to her in a while because I didn't really want to get into it with her about my daughter's ordeal with her ex-boyfriend and all that stuff Mm -hmm. because I just don't want to hear it. And I know she's lived life and she knows everything and I just... But it still doesn't change her olden ways or whatever. Her olden ways, yes. And so I will do it, but I just really don't want to yet. And what's so funny is like my children, they're like, I miss grandma. When are we going to see her again? And I'm like, you can call her whenever you want. Feel free. By all means, go take the lead. Go take take some of the brunt for me. That'd be great. Go pick tomatoes. Yeah, she didn't. <laughs> oh, she did not plant tomatoes this year. What? I is know. Is she depressed? I know. I asked her that. I'm like, are you depressed? But I think going to Florida so frequently, she just doesn't care right now. I, I know she has other things like peppers and stuff like that. But mm-hmm. I was a bit disappointed to hear she didn't plant tomatoes this year. But like I said, mine were like they barely 
grew. So maybe it was the weather, you know. Yeah. The fires and all that garbage. It just was a nightmare summer for that. But anyway, speaking of crazy, you came over to my house last weekend. Mm -hmm. And we were just trying to find something to watch on Netflix just to, you know, do something. (laughs) Right. You and I came across this strange little show called Afflicted on Netflix. Mm Mm-hmm. Now, you and I did not realize this show had just come out like three days before. It was a new show. We thought it had been, you know, because Netflix, they hang on to stuff forever. They're like hoarders of content. So you never know if something's new or old. So we start watching it. And I think there's only seven episodes. And you got, you and I got through, I think, four. I think. We yeah, I haven't, I haven't finished watching it yet. I haven't either. The premise of the show is they highlight a handful of people who have undiagnosable illness. Now, I am a jaded person, mm-hmm. and I've had more than my share of experiences with people who have psychosomatic issues. Mm-hmm. Hypochondria, I wouldn't say hypochondria, but they are ill, critically ill they are unable to be a functioning member of society that's all these people all of them there's not one person who had a job or had a healthy relationship nothing they are victims to their critical illnesses would you say that's probably accurate yeah i mean most of them were bound to a room or an area or one lady was gonna move to an actual city to get that, away from mm-hmm. that she felt was she felt she was what was it electromagnetic sensitive yeah she had a an, basically an allergy to all of the electronics uh that that this society has introduced to the world and so when you're in a highly concentrated area with cell phones and wi-fi and all this other stuff she would get well essentially she was having panic attacks And she was in pain, she said. She felt that she had pain in her neck and her head and chest and all that stuff. So I would say out of the mm, one, two, three, four, five that we saw, because apparently they introduced some other ones towards the end of the of the series that you and I didn't see. Oh, there's apparently one I saw because I started Googling afflicted Netflix just to see what the general what the general feeling of these people were. And most people thought that the lady who was <laughs> who was allergic to electricity was crazy. Yeah. And the lady who had some very unusual issues with her <laughs> with her neck. Oh, and her mouth. And yeah, her mouth. She kind of reminded, <laughs> like, when she had an attack or something like that, she reminded me of a horse that was trying to bite at its neck. Yes. <laughs> I don't even remember what the name of it is anymore, but dystopia or something. Something like that. Where she had this involuntary tick that her mouth would go agape and she'd like tick to the left. She's like, yeah, I feel the neck. I feel it pulling in my neck. And all I can say about those two ladies is that they need psychiatric help. They need real seriously. They need to talk to someone. They are completely drowning in their own psyche. Of note, neither one of their husbands lived with them. Yeah, they lived apart. <laughs> well, that should explain everything. What Star, Star, yes, who clearly star. wants to be the star, had no problem drinking copious amounts of champagne, by the way. 
But all she ever wanted to talk about was her, was her health. health problems. Yes. She's like, I'm just so exhausted going to all these specialists. And I'm like, you don't need a specialist, bitch. You need Lexapro or whatever. <laughs> you need something. something. And stop with it. Maybe you're an alcoholic. Have you ever thought of that option? I'm just wondering, mm-hmm. you know, and all of her friends sitting around watching her going, well, you know, these are really great. For, I'll wear these for when I'm healing. And I'm like, healing from what? Oh, because like, she had a little birthday party for herself. Yeah, she was. She is. She was beyond high maintenance. And I'm like, God, how do you live your life? Is just beyond me. I don't. Well, her husband Joe doesn't live with her, so that's how she lives her life. Yeah, they they skyped all the time. He's like, well, you know, she's she is a conduit for what's going on in our environment. She's sensitive to everything. And I'm like, oh my God, shut up. I wasn't so sure Joe played for the other team. I agree. I agree with that. So we're watching, and you and I are getting incredibly hostile watching the show. Like, we're yelling at each other, not to each other. <laughs> right, right, right. We were very passionate about our beliefs on the situations that these people were in. This is my thing. I don't deny that these people, a couple of them, are critically ill. I think those two gentlemen, I think they initially were very ill. I don't know what it was, whether it was an injury from a car accident, Lyme disease, which is what they all basically say they have. Right. I'm not denying that they were ill at some point, but they have taken it to the next level because they're not addressing the trauma that they went through. Like their brains, they're they're traumatized and they need help. They even said that, that all of them had some sort of traumatic experience when the symptoms started. Started. Like the one the one kid, well, he's not a kid, the one 30-year-old, he, his career was taking off. All of his dreams were coming true and suddenly it got very real. Now he was no longer just playing piano in his bedroom. He had a real job in LA with his friend. They were becoming real people. They're like the next Rick and Morty, essentially. Right. I think he had some kind of psychiatric break. Even right. though it was good, it was freaking him out. Well, yeah, I mean, I, and they were young. They were only in their 20s. Yeah, very young. Yeah. And then um, the other guy, he was in a horrible car accident. In his senior, or his, it was two years before he was in it, but his friends started to drop off. And he was like a really unusually high achiever with his body. Like he was really into being fit. He wanted to be a fitness, inst- or not instructor, but like he was really into CrossFit and he was super- yeah. I'm with you. I think he's gay and he didn't want to address it. Remember, we were talking about it and it's like he's it's almost. And what's unusual is he lives in Sonoma, California. It's not like it's Texas or somewhere. Yeah, he could get away with it there. Right. And so I'm not really sure what his trip is. But the reason that I bring it up is, you know, our obsession with it. We were like, we couldn't stop talking. We couldn't stop looking at that, calling them on their shit, you know, because we know the difference. We really, truly do. We have lived it. <laughs> We've seen it many times. But this is the thing that was so interesting is, is that, and this is why we were so surprised because outside of California, mm-hmm. with all these different families that were, you know, just taking care of these people and they- Illinois, they were, Indiana, yeah. yeah and they were just, you know, they had no choice but to believe that- that. They, they were, do have a choice, but that just shows you how widespread mental illness is so not an option. Like people, yeah. they don't even know that they can 
believe that. Like they can't, they, it's not like they can say, they're, not everyone is as educated as people in California or the, the, the states that are a little more sophisticated with being on the cutting edge of, you know, mental health and all of that. You think, well, we know everything there is to know about it. So the whole country should understand as well. And that's just not the case. It was really eye-opening to see these small towns where some of these people live where the thought that their son had a mental break or was having some kind of episode of depression, which they absolutely were in depression, and having panic attack after panic attack and being manic, and that was not mental. This is some kind of illness that no one can diagnose. It was very interesting to see that and the frustration because they looked perfectly healthy, but yet they're wasting away in their room in their parents' house at 30 years old. They can't figure it out. And I'm like, why, why can't we not get these people therapy? Like, can we get them a psychiatrist, please? I am interested to see the rest because after the show aired... And I Googled it because I was curious to see, like, follow up and stuff like that, mm-hmm. that the two the two men on the show specifically were outraged by their per, by their profile on this series. They said that they were manipulated. They were tricked, that they that the that the way they were portrayed on the show was a lie that, you know, they were doing all this stuff that made them look like they were being mocked, like it was some kind of hilarious thing to see these people you know basically crazy and I'm thinking I didn't think that when I saw that I didn't think that they were being mocked or making a making light of their illness and you actually mentioned it when we were watching it they shot they doctor shop to get the answers that they want because they don't want to admit that maybe they're having some depression or maybe they're having some anxiety that's out of control and they don't want to they don't want to believe that that's why they're bedridden. And I I found that funny that suddenly they have a shit ton of energy to do hour long YouTube rants or write blogs or create websites or now the the one guy that chose to be homeless with that crazy girl. Oh god. He's doing a documentary now on her. And About it's like her? yeah. And oh, she's you mean the one where she Becca, found him had, on Tinder and came over the first night and then, you know, stayed together because she was probably homeless and never left. Yeah. God. But now lives in L.A. with another guy in an apartment where apparently there's the, the mold isn't bothering her. <laughs> God. It's just, the whole thing. I think she was just a, she he, I don't think he wants to admit that he was taken advantage of. But the other two, I just said, well, suddenly we have so much energy. We're so like ready to go. And it's like. Maybe you just didn't like what you saw because that was legit. That is legitimately what people see when they see you. And so with that, we were very judgy. And I had sympathy, though. I have to say, when I see someone struggling mentally, it is not a joke. What's hard is that their loved ones are so they're like in they're trapped because they're paralyzed yeah they and they all were the mom was constantly crying she was you know begging for doctors to come to see because he somehow couldn't get into a car to go to a doctor he refused to go that's what i think you know and so and he's a he was in his 30s what are they gonna do and he's huge nobody can move him. he was a large dude not fat but he was just a big guy well he used to be a a fitness person fitness person right so with that that we were obsessed (laughs) we couldn't stop watching it 
I definitely w- I'm going to revisit the last few episodes, but, but I was just so I got so angry and frustrated by the by the lack of motivation to do anything more. But like you said, it's like this became their identity. This is be- this became who they are. They too are paralyzed by this blip of time where they became traumatized and ill and never recovered. And I think that's a real thing where if you get really, really sick and there's nothing anyone can really do but wait, like time, some people may never feel, they they feel like they're never getting better. And then they get stuck in this vicious cycle. And it takes something to break it. And their families are enabling them to a degree that they just their mind just does not get out of it it doesn't break and i i genuinely believe that they were critically ill and i genuinely believe they feel what they feel i don't think they're lying i no, just think that I don't it's think so either they're thinking that what their what their problem is is physical when maybe it might be emotional or mental and that is the struggle and i think that's why they are so misguided with their anger mm-hmm. is they think you know we really are sick we really do feel this i'm like i believe you what i don't believe is that you're not addressing it properly and that's why you and i are screaming at the television like we're watching a game like we're watching a football game going god damn it yeah right you know, we're like, <laughs> her mind. And that was the sad part is just the yes. lack of education on, you know, psychology. I really hope that someday that these five or six people somehow, you know, the lady allergic to electricity. I mean, you and I both recognize that the little town where all these people move when they think they have electric allergies in West Virginia, of all places, they're all women in their 50s or 60s. I know. It's like it was like a menopause town. It was. You're like, I wonder if they're all menopausal. And I'm like, maybe, maybe. It's so strange. Well, if I'm going through menopause and I say, hey, I'm packing up and I'm going to West Virginia. (laughs) Be like, don't let the door hit you on the way out. (laughs) Enjoy your electronic free life. God. It's a very weird, it was a very unusual thing, but I'm glad we we watched it. And then when we were sitting there, I don't know what happened, but you turned to me very dryly and you're like, I hate weddings so much, Jamie. <laughs> and I said, I, I know you do. I been looking at something on my phone. Yeah. And I said, I know you do. And she goes, and you said, if I, if I ever decide to get married again, I'm eloping. And I'm like, yeah. And I'll send you an email saying, congratulations. No one's going to make you, no one's making, you know, we're not going to be required to attend. Our sister got remarried about a year and a half ago and she didn't even tell anybody. She's like, well, we just went to city hall. I'm like, you didn't even let me be your witness. She's like, why? <laughs> it's like, why do you care? And I'm like, I don't know. Cause you're my sister. She's like, no, I just wanted it done and over with. He needed insurance and we'd been together for 10 years. So I'm like, okay. Yeah. Whatever. That's fine by me. But with that being said, I don't know. I, I told Daryl that I think our phones listen to us because suddenly I received on my social media feeds, this story, this outrageous story about this bride who was, I mean, she's literally the ultimate bridezilla. If they make a movie about her, I would not be surprised. Oh, my she, God. So she met her love of her life when she was 14 years old. Gross. Right? And so when they graduated from high school, he gave her an engagement ring. They went to college I don't believe, I'm not sure how much education they actually had, but they were living together by the time they were 19. Mm-hmm. Pregnant by 20. Pregnant again at 23. God. And now she's, I believe she's like 29 or 30. So they've been together now half their life. Mm-hmm. And sh- they decide, yeah, well, let's get married. And if we're going to do it, 
let's do it big. And so they saved and saved and saved. I think they saved like 20 grand or 15 or 20 grand to have this wedding of her dreams, which I'm already like, really? 15 grand, you could buy a fucking house. Like, what are you doing with your life? You've been together this long and you're probably living in an apartment. If you want to go big, 15 grand's not going to do it, but... No, exactly. So with that being said, she sent out feelers to all of her friends and family saying, for me, I want to be a Kardashian for the day. We have done all the research, meaning, aka, I've done all the research. It's going to cost, for my wedding of my dreams, it's going to be $60,000. I'm asking if anybody would help fund that in lieu of gifts. Ultimately, she was asking loved ones and friends to give her $1,500 each so that she could have the Kardashian wedding of her dreams. There's no gift that costs $1,500. Nothing. And so... She had a handful of people agree to help pay for the wedding. So she sent out invitations with the request of $1,500 per guest to attend. How many people attended? She got eight RSVPs. <laughs> she was so outraged that she went on a tirade about it, saying $1,500 is not a lot of money. I just wanted to have the wedding of my dreams. I don't understand why you people aren't doing this for me. And then when she went on this outraged tirade, the handful of family and friends who agreed to give her money backed out. Mm-hmm. Of course. And so now she's back to her original 15000 What's interesting is that the there's no word on the fiancé and his opinion on the matter. There's been nothing. Now, they also have two children, mind you. And so... Oh, so they did all of this and they weren't married? Yes. Yes. And so my guess is they're living in a rental <laughs> as well. Oh my God. With two, you know, I, w- w- but my point is, is there's nothing wrong with living in a rental. But when you've st- stashed away 15 grand and you, just for an event. And you've had two kids, you have other yeah. responsibilities. A lot. And they're basically common law married at this point. It's not like they're not, you know, I'm sure they file, you know single with children or whatever however you do the taxes so anyway her fiance ultimately said i think you're being a little crazy about this and you need to knock it off you know this is ridiculous so that put her over the edge so she did a long facebook uh, message to all of her friends and she's decided she's taking her fifteen thousand dollars She's deleting her Facebook because everybody has stabbed her in the back. They're not true friends or family. So she's deleting everything from her social media. She's taking that money and she's going to Africa for a month. So are they getting married or what? No, she called off the wedding. They broke up and she (gasps) left and she left her children. She literally left for Africa for, I think she said a month or two. And when she gets back, she'll think about creating a new Facebook page. And, it, and then she might consider friending some people. And I'm thinking, so not only did you go from one extreme to another, you've abandoned your children. And uh, surprise, surprise, if you leave them and with no word, uh, guess who's getting custody of those babies? Yeah, Ain't going to be you, honey. Yeah. I mean, and I wouldn't either. I'd be like, she's nuts, you guys. <laughs> she can't. Well, actually, them. I was going to say, I'm like, is, is she like bipolar? or? I don't she- know. I think she's a spoiled brat. I guess. First of all, what family allows a 14-year-old to be in a relationship that long without any interference? I mean, this is a girl who's never not 
gotten her way. And clearly, pregnancies were not on accident. You know, I mean, you know this girl. We all know this girl. We all have seen this girl. You know, she's getting what she wants, and she's not going to let anyone get in her way. She, for the first time in her whole little life, didn't get what she wanted, and threw the biggest fit I think ever recorded. That's ridiculous. <laughs> Maybe she'll meet some sort of African, and she'll get married, and... You know, maybe she went to find the Nigerian prince. Hey, that promised her a million dollars if she would just take this 200,000 and send it back. You never know. Get a cashier's check and send it. So what came of that was there is a private group on social media called That's It. I'm wedding shaming. That's the name of the group. And oh, is that I, how that one started? Well, no, it's been around, but it was this was a post from someone who knew this bride and posted this story and it went viral. Oh. And so I said, oh, I must be a part of this group. So <laughs> I went in, I joined the group. They they accepted my 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 membership because you have to be approved. Mm-hmm. So I went in and it has been a treasure trove of stories and photos and uh, retellings of crazy crazy events um it has been wonderful now what's really great about this group is that you cannot fat you can't say someone is looks gross in a dress because they're fat it's nothing like that it is the retelling of crazy requests crazy events that occurred like some some sister-in-law at the last minute saying i'm not going to be in your wedding I, i think you're a whore and then showing up at the last minute in the background with her hands crossed ruining every photo you know that kind mm-hmm. of stuff or someone getting so drunk that they threw up or yeah like there was a like photo <laughs> there's a photo of a bride who overserved herself at her own wedding and the photo is of her husband with her over his shoulder like a bag of rice <laughs> and she's got a bucket around her neck oh god i saw that photo yes yeah stuff like that and everybody's faces are like blurred out so you can't yeah yeah you can't identify it is such a pleasure to be in that group because the other thing is it's a lot of uh, industry people like photographers and caterers and and people that work in you know nice hotels because they have all the good stories right so they tell their stories about like oh this one time and um it's 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 such a relief to be in a place where everyone has the same mentality about ridiculous over-the-top weddings or events in general, you know? No, I agree. Because because we were just talking. We were just talking about it. And, you know, if I had, I thought my wedding was very minimal, I thought. Yeah, I mean, it, no, was it was pretty nice. minimal. So I can't imagine personally doing an over-the-top forty fifty thousand dollar wedding which i know a lot of people say well that's pretty average i'm like not in my book it's not Mm-mm. not in my book if i had 50 grand to spend i'd be buying a second home like i would be it would be i'd be putting it i'd be investing it in something yeah i don't know what i'll do if i <laughs> i mean assuming i get married again i think you will i think God, you'll get I married know. again i mean you know what and if you don't who cares i guess not I told Daryl that I never felt the need to get married. The only reason I did is because we had kids. You know, that's right. the only reason. If if we had been just two single people who had met, I would have done the Goldie, Kurt Russell thing for my whole life. I would have been cool really? with it. See, I just, I'm too much of a traditionalist, I think. Yeah, I know. I'll get married on top of a mountain. We're going to get married on a mountain and we're going to start a family band. <laughs> That'll be you. 
This is the dawning of the age of Aquarius. Age of Aquarius. God. That'll be you. You're like, I found love. Oh, God. Um, Anyway, so speaking of your world, let's talk about Paula's world a little bit. Yes. Did you go to back to school night for the middle school? I did. Oh, you did? I did. Okay. I felt bad. Well, Victor wasn't available, so. (laughs) But please, we had senior night last night, and I told Daryl, I said, I don't know why we feel the need. Why are we compelled to go to senior night? We have successfully ushered three adults through high school and never attended one thing. Like, literally, somehow they made it to the end. I don't know. Ryan really wanted me to go, so okay. I'm like, all right. So basically, he's like, okay, I'm, I'm, me and Olivia are going to go play basketball. Here's my class list, and here's a map. And I'm Coffee just like, jeez. <laughs> so I'm walking around like a fool. Of course know? you are, like a first day at school. Like, um, excuse me, sir. So I make it to the class. I kid you not, his classrooms, they're literally on either side of the campus. <laughs> of course they are. And so he only gets four minutes. And you have to run and you're not allowed to run. No running. So he's got to walk all the way around, you know, God. on the ramp or something like that. Orderly he fashion. He, he's already gotten two tardies. And I'm like, well, I don't blame you. Yeah, no kidding. And they gave us five minutes. Yeah. So I'm running back and forth, you know, going to these different classes, listening to each teacher in there you know spiel and for the most part he has pretty nice teachers okay wait a minute so did you meet the hated english teacher that everyone hates i did meet her and you know she she acts like her class is the only class that he's taking and so i didn't care for that she says i'm pretty easy and laid back and you know when someone says that they're not it's a lie right I'm type A. <laughs> right, I, I have that. many lists. <laughs> she was still talking when the bell rang, and she's just like, oh, and just quickly, if you want to take this paper, I have extra copies, and I, I send lots of emails, and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, hurry up. I only got, you know, another four, four minutes. I have four minutes. I have four minutes to get to social science. <laughs> so. It's like, this is not your time. This is our time. And now I have four minutes to get to another class before Thanks I get to look. And who wants to be the parent? Who wants to be the parent that shows up late to the math class and he looks down at you is like, oh, oh, of course you're Ryan Todd's mother. Oh, you're Ryan Todd's mother. Yeah. He's always late to my class. It's like, yes, now I know where he gets it. Please have a seat. (laughs) God, please sign the paper and you're the last name on the paper. Yeah. And then so his last (laughs) class is science. And I walk in there. And he hadn't given me a heads up about any of the teachers, really, other than the English teacher. So I walk into the science and I swear his science teacher is like a 95 year old female (laughs) with two long hair braids. And I'm just like, I was like, good God, father time. (laughs) So I took a seat in the back. Oh, my God. <laughs> so I told Ryan, and I'm like, Ryan, your science teacher, he's like, she's old, isn't she? <laughs> I was like, you needed to give me some time to prepare for that. I'm like, you could have told me, but um, he's like, yeah, she's retiring this year. She's worked at Kerr for 31 years. Well, it shows. Like, and she's yeah. only 35 years old. <laughs> Not a day over. Not a day over 40. 
Oh my god, that's so funny. <laughs> I know. I I'd never cared for science, so I know. <laughs> it's just I don't know. I'm all just tell me what to do and I'll try. But just, what do you want? Twenty dollars for labs? What? Right. what do you need? That's all you want. Right. You want my money. So. You want my book back and you know, an attempt. That should give me a D plus. Exactly. Whatever. <laughs> but that's so funny. That was funny. And mm. then um yeah, <laughs> She's so, old, right? <laughs> and then uh, I walk into his world language class. So they don't do like exclusive Spanish and French anymore. Oh, really? They do world language. So What's every that? every quarter they learn a different language. So they oh. start with Spanish. Then they do French. Mm-hmm. Then they do German. Okay. And then they do Italian. So, of course, we walk in and she's like, hola! Oh, my so God. So, it's just like, oh, God, I'm like, please don't speak a different language. Oh, my God. I can't handle hola, this. Hola, classe. I've been here for two hours. <laughs> it's like, hola, senor, senorias, senoras, senors. Ah, senor Todd. <gasps> <laughs> yeah. I didn't want to deal with it, but she was super nice. Oh, that's nice. You know, told us, you know, how how the class is going to go and all that kind of stuff. He might like it. He might like that. She was a really great teacher. So he's actually really lucky. He has really good teachers with the exception of the English teacher. So So we all hate the English teacher. We're all on the same page. Yes, we're all on the same page. Sounds good. She even looks like, I don't know. What, who does she look like? She looks like she has a stick up her butt. I don't know. I don't know how to Well, she probably it. does. Is she young or old? Old. Not old, old, but, you know, she's been teaching for 20 years and five years at, you know, the middle school. And I'd be like, she, what did you do to deserve this Maybe that explains why she is the way she is, because she used to teach at elementary school for 20 years. So now she's bitter. And she kept referring them to our, as our children. Oh, I see. So she's got the elementary school mentality. So everything is, you know, pointed out and, got like, it. you know, fractioned out and all that kind of stuff. You know, I see. Not a lot of independent thinking. I see. Well, you know, you just got to get through it. Some yeah. kids might actually like the structure because they're traumatized by being in middle school. Could because be. for some people, middle school is just like they would rather, they, they literally become paralyzed. They don't even know what to do with themselves socializing puberty and 10 different teachers they're like losing it yeah. they're like you want me to go to a dance what no oh. are you crazy ryan can't wait he's such a hormone right now he is that is so funny i catch him all the time what, what do you looking mean? at women not that <gasps> jamie good what god you hey you said it like that i didn't know i'm i, I, I can't <laughs> see your face <laughs> no i catch them checking out girls all the time oh my god i'd be like you know what it's considered rude to ogle women in public by the way just want you to know you don't want to be that guy <laughs> he's so funny uh and he has a type isn't isn't doesn't he like the round uh b- booty isn't he a booty girl bo- well booty i guy? asked him about that because we were talking about uh the kim kardashians of the world and i said mm-hmm. ryan i'm like you know her butt's not real yeah and I'm like, it's fake. And he's just like, yeah, I didn't even know you could do that. Oh, yes. You can do anything. And then he's just like, besides, he's like, that's like too big. Listen, who knew that bodies were customizable? I mean, you can literally do whatever you want. Yeah, really? All right. So really quick before we go into, I have some great ugly and awkward moments to share with you today. Okay. These are beauty oriented, mani-pedi 
and waxing stories. So I will share those with you. But really quick, by the time this airs and maybe by the time some of you listen, the NFL is back. Football season is back in full swing. I didn't know if it was going to happen because my dear friend that got me into my fantasy football league had a stroke last year. Oh, no. Well, they're all older than me, all these men. (laughs) I used to work with a lot of them when I was working in radio. And so I know I I knew all of them before. I knew he was in this football league. In fact, my friend actually taught me how to play fantasy football back way back in the day when I was in my early 20s. It was like herding kittens back then because it was an all-female football league. And he thought it would be so great if he could teach all of us how to play fantasy football. And I, too, did it. And it was it was a cluster, but I was addicted after that. And so mm-hmm. I would do like online. There was a time, there was a time in my life where I was doing fantasy football, hockey, baseball, just whatever. I was, I just loved it. I thought it was so great. So ultimately about five, four or five years ago, he, uh, he's in this league that they, he's been in for like 25 years and it's all these guys. And it used to be when they were younger, a lot more rowdy, but now they're all old now. So they just like to get together once a year and, and do this. The only way to get into this football league, someone has to die. Literally. Oh, okay. There was an older guy who was part of their league. He just stopped showing up. And they never found out if he died or not. They assume he did. (laughs) They have no idea. And so there was a vacancy. And I was available. And he lobbied hard for me to come in. And they were just like, no girls allowed for a long time. It took like two years. And then finally they said, all right, fine, we'll let her in. Because he was trying to convince him, like, look, she knows what she's doing. This is not some girl who just wants to be like, I don't know what to do. Can you help me? You know, like, <laughs> I'm pretty competitive and I and I do my I do my research. And so they came in that first year they let me in. I came in second place. Wow. And that was the year they were the second year I came. I, I finished in the playoffs again and they were like. We cannot let this woman win. We cannot let her come in and beat all of us. It's unacceptable. And so they tried so hard to make sure that I did not win. They're like, you don't understand. We can't have you win this league ever in your whole life. You can't win it. It's just unacceptable. So it's it's kind of a joke. So I did the draft last a couple weeks ago and I got a pretty good I got a pretty good team. So we'll see how we do. But my friend My friend who had the stroke, he obviously could not attend. He's still in rehab and and he's doing much better. He like called on the speakerphone and he said hi to all of us. He's like, bad luck to all of you. You know, so I know I miss him so much. I I really wish he had been there because it's like, you know, that movie same time next year. Yes. Okay. That's kind of the, the vibe. It's like I see him once a year only at this draft. And after the draft is over, we sit and have cocktails and talk about our life. And then we move on and then we leave. And then that's it. It's it's a it's the coolest little thing we have. So I like I really miss it this year. You know, he tells me about his love life. I tell him about mine, you know. And by the end, he's you know, we're usually kind of hammered. He goes, Jamie, are you happy with with Daryl? I'm like, yeah. <laughs> uh, and every year I have to say yes. I'm like, yes, of course I am. He goes, because if you're not, you just would tell me. Right. And I said, yes, I would tell you. But I'm very happily in love and I'm, everything is great. He goes, OK, good. He goes, because you deserve to be happy forever. And I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, so do you. You really do. I'm not kidding. And I'm like, you really need to 
continue with that. There's been years where he's found God. Oh. <laughs> there's been years when he's had a strange goatee because he's probably, you know, Going there's a young something, yeah. a young gal that he's trying to impress. <laughs> and I give him shit about it. It's like the best friendship ever. And I just, I missed it so much this season. So I'm hoping next season, you know, we get back to uh, our same time next year. Yeah. So um, looking forward to that, go Raiders. <laughs> That's all I have to say. Anyway. All right. It's time for our Hugly and Awkward Moments of the Week. Sponsored by LivingClip.com. Please consider perusing as the fall approaches this is a great way to try the new trends without you know breaking your bank Mm -hmm. Um, there's a lot of good stuff in there i did i i did not put it on instagram yet but i did get the new the love lash uh mascara oh yeah i've seen that love it last lash mascara It's it's a mouthful but i did get it and i tried it and i will tell you this if you're looking for a natural eye, this is the stuff. It gives you a really pretty natural eye with a dark black mascara. It does not flake off. It does not burn because, you know, I have the most sense. You know, we have our mother's eyes. Everything. We're, we're allergic to everything. But this stuff was fine. I love the brush. The brush is just the shit. It's the best brush ever. And I, I have tried a million different mascaras. I have a couple that I really like. This one is good for a natural eye. So I would say definitely daytime use. I could not get it to do the 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 dramatic eye that I like for nighttime and stuff. We like horror mascara. I really like my I like the horish makeup. And this <laughs> this just it it's really hard to do. Although I will say like when we go out for your birthday uh, in a few months, are you going to get the fake ones? Yes, I, I wear fake ones when I do when we go out and do it upright. I do wear them. I was sure. thinking about getting the professional ones. Oh, you're gonna go get some extensions put on? Yeah, how much? You are should. Those? It's not crazy. It's not crazy expensive. What, like sixty bucks or something? Maybe, maybe, and they last like three months. Yeah, I thought that would be cool because then I wouldn't even have to worry about mascara. And, well, no, you if you put it on, it gets amazingly lush it's gorgeous it's gorgeous yeah yeah when i when i wear fake lashes i absolutely put on mascara and curl them and it's it you do not look like you don't look ridiculous you don't look like you're you know going on stage somewhere (laughs) it it does look good especially in photos really looks good i'm just afraid with those i don't want to look like a you know have like a spider hanging off my eye like if it starts (laughs) to fall off it won't it won't they use like a semi-permanent glue and the thing is, is most women go back and get them touched up just like anything, like getting your brows done. They just go and get a touch up. The only thing like Malia for a long time said, I want to get I want to get extensions on my lashes. I'm like, that's fine, but you can't do a cat eye. You can't use a uh, liquid liner on your on your eyelid if you do it because it will erode the glue that they use, the adhesive that they use. And she's a big cat eye person. Mm-hmm. So she changed her mind. <laughs> but you don't really do the cat eye thing, so you mm-hmm. would you'd be great for it. That you'd be perfect for it. Good candidate. So, yes, you are. So anyway, yes, the Love Lash, I, I recommend it for day use. The brush is awesome. I've actually thought about taking the brush and putting it in other mascara to see how it would work because I I've really like the brush. I've done that before, yeah. I love the brush. It's so good. Um, 
it comes in black and magenta, I believe. So they have the cool color one if you want to do Ooh. that, which I never do. But some people do. I think it's like nine bucks on lippingclip.com. Oh, yeah, it's worth it's worth the investment just to try it. But I, I definitely endorse it. But I would not use it to go clubbing. I would use it for day use for sure. Just daytime going to yes. work and stuff. And two, and two coats is all. I did three coats and I started to look like uh, Tammy Faye Baker. <laughs> Which is why I didn't put it on Instagram because I'm like, oh God, I've overdone it now. Damn it. <laughs> so I just had, I had to let it go, but I'll try it again next time. So speaking of cosmetics and the things we do for beauty, I have three because one is really short and it, it's the funniest one to me. So here's the first one, the first uh, anonymous submission. Now you and I don't do pedicures. Uh, no. No. <laughs> so I this, might do one before my birthday, but... Oh, my God, Paula. Okay. You're on I've your own. Wearing, I'm not doing I've it. I've been wearing flip-flops all summer. I know, but I just... Okay. So she has stepchildren, and they're all adulty. So she goes, my adult stepchildren and I decided to go get pedicures. I get them periodically, but each time, and she's so sweet, she calls it leg hands for me, so I don't have to read it. (laughs) She said, I get them periodically, but each time my leg hands are dealt with, it is a unique experience. I don't always understand what's being said to me. There's a lot of smiles and nods. I inevitably smile and nod back. (laughs) She's like, yes to whatever they might think my leg hands need is basically what she does, which I think is hilarious. <laughs> so here I am with my lovely stepchildren and my husband's stepchildren and their grandchildren. So it's like a full meal deal. Like they're all there getting pedicures. Wow. Trying to be cool. I've seen a photo of this listener. She does not look like she should have grandchildren, by the way. She's very young looking. I was Wow, yeah. Out comes the scraper. <gasps> now, apparently they scrape your the bottom of your leg hands to get it all nice and smooth. Okay. She doesn't just scrape. <laughs> After she scrapes, she pounds the scraper on the side to empty all of the dead skin that she Oh moves. my God. <laughs> oh my God. Everybody in the shop is staring. And she's like, she's beyond embarrassed because it's her skin. Well, right? She's, I mean... like, <laughs> she's like, my horribly rebellious leg hands. Everybody in the shop is staring at this. And she's like, I'm so glad that I have a family that honors my awkwardness with Vegas silence. This is a new term I'm using, Vegas silence. Something that we don't have, by the way. <laughs> we tell everybody. There right. is no shame. We have no shame. But <laughs> I'm like, Vegas silence. I'm going to say that to you next time. I'd be like, Paula, Vegas silence. You're like, yeah, sure. Okay, Knowing right. full well that we're lying. <laughs> okay, we tell everybody everything. <laughs> She was so awkward. She's, I'm like, you know, and that's not even something. Well, she did do it to herself because it's her leg hands. She didn't lotion or whatever. But it's like, Jesus. Oh, speaking of, remember that time a couple of years ago when you bought me the leg hand lotion from uh, from Avon? I bought you a kit. You yes. bought me the kit, the lip and clip kit for 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 doing your own pedicures essentially yes that was the same year i wore flip-flops a lot that year that was the same year seriously that when i was at bath and body works a woman who worked there suggested some lotion for me (laughs) for that for my heel (laughs) you're like oh my god i didn't think they were that bad i it look i when i when she said that it was the same week that you gave me that pedicure kit from lipandclip.com and i said that's it i mean i'm not getting a pedicure but i am going to focus on my heels because obviously this is something that i didn't realize was so terrible and i will say our mom struggles with it too 
We all do. She gets cracked heels really bad. And so uh, now I do it. So I ran out and I've, I've, I've replenished more than once. But the stuff on lipandclip.com seriously works so good that I, I've purchased it multiple times now and I keep it and I use it every day after the shower or before I go to bed. And so <laughs> I bought some and it came with my mascara the other day. And Malia comes down. She go, she made the most disgust. She's like, why is this in the house? <laughs> oh, God. And I said, because I don't want to look like I have bare paws for feet, Malia. And she's like, what? And I said, look, I may not like to talk about them or look at them, but I can't have them looking like animal hooves. Okay? <laughs> right. They can't look like hooves. They have to be cute and soft and whatever. And it's just like the the year that I realized that you have to do something about your eyebrows. <laughs> you know, it's like, yeah. Why, why have I never realized that you have to have your eyebrows done? You know, there it's an awakening. <laughs> you just have to maintain your body. You can't just let it go, or you get pounds of dead skin coming off in front of a hundred people. Oh you know, you just can't have it happen. Anyway, I'm really sorry that that happened to you. That that's terrible. But Anonymous. I mean, but at the end of the day, you probably look great. <laughs> Yeah, lady. I don't think I'd go back to that shop, though. Honestly, Paula, I'm I'm a little nauseous right now. <laughs> like, I don't like talking about it that much, but it's true. You know, you I wouldn't either. I'd be embarrassed. Uh, and, you know, she's probably it's like that in that movie. It's like, we're going to need more wax. <laughs> you know, it's like, I need another scraper. I need the big one. Yeah. You know that, you know that after they left, they're like, oh, my God. <laughs> God. That's, where does that's, it go i mean paula i don't even want to think about it, <laughs> I don't want to think about it. <laughs> i'm getting like grossed out I, I can tell i can tell you're like where do they throw it away in the garbage like just in the stop garbage stop it i don't know, you know i can't like i'm getting nauseous i told you okay. i told you stop all right here's another one and we're gonna we're, we're moving on <laughs> jesus <laughs> Oh, my God. Okay. This one reminded me of you. Oh, good. I know. Okay. We're going to waxing now. Oh. I tried waxing down there for the first time at home, except I didn't read anything about it before and left the wax on too long, making it impossible to remove. So my mom had to help me. This is definitely the most embarrassed I've ever been in my life. I've left it to the professionals ever since. I don't know if I want to get my cooch waxed. I really don't. I mean, we, you and I have talked about this for years off and on about getting waxed. Maybe before your birthday, we'll do it. Not that I'm going to get laid there, but you never know. You might. <laughs> Who knows? But I just, I just don't know if after reading some of these, these stories, I'm just not sure. All these first timers here. Okay. Here's the final hugly and awkward moment. This is something that would happen to me. The first time I got my bikini area waxed, the pain was so intense that I shut my legs and the wax basically glued my vagina shut. Oh, my God. It was terrible. Can you imagine having to lay there? Because you kind of have to lay there like a frog. And then they wax it. And, you know, getting the first one done. And then you shut your you shut your legs because it hurts so bad. And you, gl- you wax your vagina shut. Oh, my God. How do you get it off? How do you get it off? They have to basically put a tape on your slice and rip it off. <laughs> I mean, how do you do that? Well, they have this little like uh, oil stuff that yeah. you can use. So I read a story about a girl who decided 
she wanted to wax her legs and so she did it at home and so so she wouldn't chicken out she waxed her entire shin and she put all the strips on at once so that she would have to go through with it so by the second one she was crying so hard that she literally just started rubbing the wax off because she couldn't do it anymore she spent hours just trying to rub the wax off and i'm like couldn't you just like get in the in a hot tub or something and it was loosen i mean i don't know people i I don't know i i I don't really know i get a blow dryer we should like have a poll like two wax or two not yeah maybe we should do a poll what should the poll be should we get a bikini wax or not maybe a bikini or maybe not a poll maybe we should just have listeners email us on you know do, do they th- wax or don't they wax and why? <laughs> oh, like like in general, do you, do you wax? Yeah. Professionally. I read another story about a girl who decided she wanted to do a, a bikini wax or Brazilian. Yeah. And she had her boyfriend do it. What? I'm sure when they discussed it, they thought it would be hot. And so she did it. And he, of course, because he's a, he's a man and doesn't have a vagina and doesn't know how things work outside of just screwing them or whatever she kept screaming at him you have to keep the skin taut because <laughs> he was just ripping it and her loose you know your lips aren't taut and so you know it would like bloop, you know and it would like rip her skin and she's like you've got to hold the skin tight and i'm like okay first of all i would have fired him from the job and said i'm doing this on my own this is no longer sexy get out would you I mean, let Daryl wax your butt? Fuck no! <laughs> I don't even want him back there anyway. Why would I let him do that? And, oh, that's the other story. It's like, you know, they wax your asshole. See, I don't think that would hurt. It. She said it doesn't hurt. It doesn't hurt at all, actually. I think the hard part is when the hair grows back. I think the heart, I think the part that hurts the most is the, like, the muff area. The top? Yes. <sighs> the mound. I think yeah. that hurts the worst. I bet it does. Well, why would it? Why would anybody? Nobody does anything to that area. Just hair grows. And if you're, you know, you shave it. Sure, you shave it to keep it trim, but it's not like anybody's ripping follicles out of there regularly. Right. I have one eyebrow that is more sensitive than the other eyebrow. <laughs> okay. And so when I get it done, one side swells and gets really red and the other side's fine. Isn't that weird? <laughs> Did, did I ever tell you about the time me and Stephanie got our eyebrows waxed? Did she look like Frankenstein? <laughs> I bet. Her eyebrows were so red and puffy. <laughs> and she asked me. What? Did you lie? Or did you tell her that did she you? She says, well. Wait, what? She Wait. said, well, <laughs> these feel really, like, hot. <laughs> oh, God, I'm she crying. says, are you sure they don't look bad? I'm like, no, they're just a little red. I... <laughs> and then she finally looked in the mirror and, she... <laughs> and she's like, oh, my God. <laughs> she... Oh, my God. So she put her sunglasses on, hoping that would help. <laughs> and you know she gets so angry she was pissed at me because <laughs> you lied oh god oh my god that's so funny yeah we have very very sensitive eyebrows i can't even imagine what doing our vagina would be like my goodness jeez 
I almost want to do it just so we have the story to tell. Jesus Christ. That would look s- like we'd have a pomegranate between our legs. Oh, my God. We'd be, we'd be horrified. We'd be like, oh, my God. <laughs> we have to do it. I think we I'm, I'm just going to call someone. <laughs> we're just going to go get it done and see what happens. Oh, yeah. Lord, we Lordy. get there and we're like, who's going first? Oh, Jesus. <laughs> We're going in alphabetical order. That'll be me. (laughs) Doing the alphabet, trying to figure out who goes first. Unless we can get Allison to go. (laughs) Oh, my God. That'd be so great. (laughs) She would. She's. You know what? Knowing her, she's probably a savage. She's like, what do you mean? I get waxed every week. Be like, what? Right. She's fearless. God, she has no fear. She'd come out and she'd be like, that wasn't that bad. Like, the woman never is in pain. It's ridiculous. She's weird like that. She really is. It's she's crazy. She's crazy strong. Crazy yeah. Strong. Yeah. Anyway. All right. Well, those those are all the stories I have to tell. <laughs> those were funny. They were funny. They're always funny because we've been there. We know. So anyways. Oh, God. So true. Well, if that's a wrap, then I think we will let you guys go. Uh, mm. Please visit lipandclip.com for all your Avon needs. Other than that, hope you had a good Labor Day, and it's uh, good to be back. Yeah. And we will see you on Sunday. Bye. That's a wrap. Thanks for listening and sharing the show. See you next time on The Ugly Truth.